Hello there. Good morning. You are listening to the Legal Gospel with Kushagrikal and Rishtadevari. Here's the daily dose of legal news. The Supreme Court on Thursday stated the contempt of court proceedings initiated by Delhi High Court against the Ministry of Environment, Forest and Climate Change for failing to publish draft Environmental Impact Assessment Notification 2020 in multiple regional languages. The centre, however, withdrew its special leave petition filed in Apex Court to avail the remedy of review in High Court itself against a direction passed on June 29th to publish a draft EIA notification in 22 official languages in 10 days. Accordingly, the top court allowed the special leave petition to be withdrawn with liberty to file review petition before the High Court. The contempt proceedings in High Court will remain stayed till the disposal of the review petition ordered the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has set aside the direction issued by the Delhi High Court to an insurance company to plant 100 trees. In the said matter, the Delhi High Court had passed this direction as an interim order after it noticed that the Oriental Insurance Company Limited, which was the appellant in an MACA before it, failed to take steps to bring on record the legal heirs of one of the claimants before MACT despite several opportunities. The Delhi High Court gave the insurance company one last opportunity to the effect that the service of notice subject to it planting 100 trees at the Central Ridge in Insaf Park. Today, the Supreme Court will pronounce judgment in the Suomoto contempt case taken against advocate Prashant Bhushan over two of his tweets about the Chief Justice of India and the Supreme Court. A bench comprising of Justices Arun Mishra, P.R. Gawai and Krishna Murari had reserved the judgment in the case on August 5 after elaborately hearing senior advocate Dushan Dave for Bhushan. The Supreme Court on Thursday allowed the petitioners to withdraw a red petition challenging the constitutionality of the offence of scandalizing the court under section 2 subpart C of the Contempt of Courts Act 1971. The court allowed the petitioners to approach the inappropriate forum sans liberty to move the top court again. A bench of justices Arun Mishra, B.R. Gawai and Krishna Murari took up the matter for hearing. Senior advocate Rajiv Dhawan appeared for the petitioners and pointed out that he would like to withdraw the plea. The Union Ministry of Home Affairs has informed the Supreme Court that it permitted the conduct of exams by universities and institutions in the notification dated July 6, 2020, after taking into consideration the academic interest of a large amount of students. It is submitted that the decision was taken pursuant to the requests made by Ministry of Human Resource Development and also the directions issued by the National Disaster Management Authority under Section 10, Subpart 2 of Disaster Management Act 2005. The University Grant Commission has filed its affidavit in the Supreme Court rebutting the opposing stand of the Maharashtra and Delhi government cancelling the final examinations. The autonomous body has contended that to cancel the final examinations and graduate students using the alternative assessment majors is in contravention of the UGC's guidelines and that it was required to hold such examinations in the interest of students. The National Testing Agency has filed a counter affidavit before the Supreme Court intimating that it is not possible to oversee examination centers for NEET 2020 because the examination is conducted in a paper book format. This submission has come in a response to the plea filed by the parents of students who are applicants for NEET UG 2020 entrance examinations and reside in Doha, Qatar. They have challenged the Kerala High Court judgment which has dismissed their plea for assigning test centers for NEET in Gulf countries. Over to Rishita for more updates from the High Court. 
Enforcement Directorate yesterday urged the Delhi High Court to expeditiously conclude hearings in special leave for appeals filed by Central Bureau of Investigation and the Enforcement Directorate itself against the acquittal of A Raja and others. Appearing for the ED, Additional Solicitor General Sanjay Jain informed the single bench of Justice Anoop Jairam Bhanbhani that these appeals have been pending since October last year and the same shall be concluded before Justice Brijesh Sethi, who has been hearing this matter since the beginning, retires in September. The Odisha High Court on Monday recommended that doctors working in government or private or medical setup should write the name of prescribed drugs in capital letters to ensure that their prescriptions are legible. The remarks were made by a bench of Justice S.K. Panigrahi while hearing of a bail application, whereby the applicant sought interim relief to take care of his ailing wife. He had produced the medical records of his wife, which the court found to be pathetically poor legibility, far beyond comprehension of any common man. Justice B. Pogalendi of Madras High Court observes that the judicial independence is defined as a prerequisite to the rule of law and a fundamental guarantee of fair proceedings. This came as a response to the setting aside of the acquittal of management of certain granite firms in connection with the accusation for illegal quarrying of granite in Madurai worth crores of rupees. And remanding the matter for fresh trial, the single bench remarked that a judge shall exercise for judicial function independently on the basis of judges' assessment of the facts and in accordance with a conscientious understanding of the law, free of any extraneous influence, inducements, pressure, threats or interference, direct or indirect, from any quarter or for any reason. The Kerala High Court has expressed its concern about the police officers conducting press meetings in respect of criminal investigation in sensational cases. In the said matter, the bench comprising of Justice A. Hari Prasad and Justice N. Anil Kumar observed that the police officers are not expected to reveal before media the facts ascertained in the course of investigation by questioning material witnesses or confession made by the accused. While disposing appeals filed by the accused in Hari Hara Parma murder case, the bench noted that there was a press meeting conducted by the police officers after arresting some of the accused. The defense case was that the print and electronic media published news items with ornamentations and embellishments to the accused prejudice. The COVID-19 related updates are as follows. The High Court of Karnataka on Thursday refused to postpone the Comet K test scheduled to be conducted by Consortium of Medical, Engineering and Dental Colleges of Karnataka on August 19. The court dismissed a PIL filed by Advocate Abdullah Manan Khan, which voiced the apprehension that conduct of the test would expose students to the risk of COVID-19. While giving a go-ahead to Comet K, the court directed that the authorities to take all precautions for the safe conduct of exam. Historical event of the day on 13th August is as follows. On 13 August 1997, in Vishakha v. State of Rajasthan, the Supreme Court lays down guidelines and norms for the effective enforcement of basic human right of gender equality and guarantee against sexual harassment at workplaces. On that note, we will be ending today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Legal Gospel. Have a great day. Thank you.